Business for Business Value podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Mastery Partners, where our mission is to equip business owners to maximize business value so they can transition their business on their terms. Our mission was born from the lessons we've learned from over 100 business transactions, which fuels our desire to share our experiences and wisdom so you can succeed. Now, here's your host, CEO of Mastery Partners, Tom Bronson. Hi, this is Tom Bronson, and welcome to Maximize Business Value, a podcast for business owners who are passionate about building long-term, sustainable value in their businesses. In this episode, I'm going to take a little break from our normal weekly business advice. This podcast is released on July 5th, 2021, the day after we celebrated our 245th 4th of July as a nation. The story of how the United States of America went from being a group of English colonies to an independent nation is filled with hardship, perseverance, freedom, and triumph, very similar to what it takes to own a business. From nothing came something. I want to start by giving you 10 fun and interesting facts that inspired how we celebrate the 4th of July today. And then I'm going to read the Declaration of Independence. Some of you may be hearing this for the very first time. We all studied it in school, but I can tell you that I was surprised as I read through it myself. So here are fun facts. Number one, July 2nd, is when the governing body of the 13 colonies voted for independence from Britain. The document, however, wasn't finalized until the 4th. That's the date uh, on the document and the official date that we celebrate. Number two, President John Adams refused to attend July 4th celebrations as a matter of principle because he thought the date was July 2nd. He, of course, died 50 years later, on July 4th. Number three, the clause pursuit of happiness was originally pursuit of property, but we can thank Ben Franklin, who convinced Thomas Jefferson that property was too narrow a notion. Number four, even though Thomas Jefferson is known as the author of the Declaration, it was written by a five-man committee, three of whom you already know, Jefferson, Franklin, and Adams, and two other founding fathers you may not know, Roger Sherman, who was the only person to have signed all four great state papers of the United States, the Continental Association, the Declaration of Independence, the Articles of Confederation, and the Constitution, and Robert Livingston, who administered the oath of office to George Washington, our first president. Number five, the average age of the signers was 45. Thomas Lynch Jr. and Edward Rutledge of South Carolina were only 26 when they signed it, and Ben Franklin was the oldest signer at 70. Number six, after the reading of the declaration by George Washington on July 9th in New York City in front of City Hall, a riot broke out. A statue of King George III was torn down and used to make 42,000 musket balls for the Revolutionary Army. Number seven, July 4th, 1777, was the first official celebration in Philadelphia, 
At the first celebration, 13 cannons were fired, one for each of the colonies. Bells were rung and fireworks were set off. Number eight, 2.5 million people lived in the U.S. on the 1st, 4th of July, 325,700,000 live here today. Number nine, Americans spend over $1 billion on fireworks every year. Number 10, Americans eat approximately 150 million hot dogs on the 4th of July. That's enough to stretch from D.C. to Los Angeles more than five times. And I thought I'd throw in an extra bonus, number 11. And this one is a shame, in my opinion. China makes the majority of American flags approximately $3.3 million worth each year. Now, I'm grateful to live in this great country. And so my gift to you as we continue to celebrate this holiday is the Declaration of Independence, read here from the original unedited text. I hope you enjoy it. And I'd like to know at the end how many things you thought were surprising and how many words you had to look up. I'll give my answers at the end. Here we go. In Congress, July 4th, 1776. The unanimous declaration of the 13 United States of America, when in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them, a decent uh, respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, and they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness." that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive to these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and, accordingly, all experience hath shewn that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, uh, pursuing invariably the same object, evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. 
such has been the patient sufferance, sufferance of these colonies, and such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their former systems of government. The history of the present King of Great Britain is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations, all having in direct object the establishment of an absolute tyranny over these states. To prove this, let facts be submitted to a candid world. He has refused his assent to laws, the most wholesome and necessary for the public good. He has forbidden his governors to pass laws of immediate and pressing importance unless suspended in their operation until his assent should be obtained. And when so suspended, he has utterly neglected to attend to them. He has refused to pass other laws for the accommodation of large districts of people, unless those people would relinquish the rights of representation in the legislature, a right inestimable to them and formidable to tyrants only. He has called together legislative bodies of places unusual, uncomfortable, and distant to the repository of the public records for the sole purpose of fatiguing them into compliance with his measures. He has dissolved representative houses repeatedly for opposing with manly firmness his invasions on the rights of the people. He has refused for a long time uh, after such dissolutions to cause others to be elected, whereby legislative powers incapable of annihilation have returned to the people at large for their exercise, the state remaining in the meantime, exposed to all dangers of invasion from without and convulsions within. He has endeavored to prevent the population of these states for that purpose obstructing the laws of naturalization of foreigners, refusing to pass others to encourage their migrations hither and raising the conditions of new appropriations of lands. He has obstructed the administration of justice by refusing his assent of laws by establishing judiciary powers. He has made judges dependent on his will alone for the tenure of their offices and the amount of payment of their salaries. He has erected a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people and to eat out their substance. He has kept us in times of peace, standing armies without the consent of our legislatures. He has affected to render the military independence and superior to the civil power. He has combined with others to subject us to a jurisdiction foreign to our constitution and unacknowledged by our laws, giving his assent uh, to their acts of pretended legislation. For quartering large bodies of army troops among us, for protecting them by a mock trial uh, from punishment for any murders which they should commit on inhabitants of these states for cutting off our trade in all parts of the world, 
for imposing taxes on us without our consent, for depriving us in many cases the benefits of jury by trial, for transporting us beyond seas to be tried for pretended offenses, for abolishing the free system of English laws in the neighboring province, establishing therein an arbitrary government and enlarging its boundaries so as to render it once an example and fit instrument for introducing the same absolute rule into these colonies. For taking away our charters, abolishing our most valuable laws, and altering fundamentally the forms of our governments. For suspending our own legislatures and declaring themselves invested with power to legislate for us in all cases whatsoever. He has abdicated government here by declaring us out of his protection and waging war against us. He has plundered our seas, ravaged our coasts, burnt our towns, and destroyed the lives of our people. He is at this time transporting large armies of foreign mercenaries to complete the works of death, desolation, and tyranny already begun with the circumstances of cruelty and perfidy scarcely paralleled in the most barbarous ranges and totally unworthy the head of a civilized nation. He has constrained our fellow citizens taken captive on the high seas to bear arms against their country, to become the executioners of their friends and brethren, and to fall themselves by their hands. He has excited domestic insurrections amongst us, and he has endeavored to bring on the inhabitants of our frontiers the merciless Indian savages whose known rule of warfare is an undistinguished destruction of all ages, sexes, and conditions. In every stage of these oppressions, we have petitioned for redress in the most humble terms. Our repeated petitions have been answered only by repeated injury. A prince whose character is thus marked by every act which may be which may define a tyrant is unfit to be the ruler of a free people. Nor have we been wanting in intentions to our British brethren. We have warned them from time to time of attempts by their legislature to extend an unwarrantable jurisdiction over us. We have reminded them of circumstances of our immigration and settlement here. We have appealed to their native justice and magnanimity, and we have conjured them by the ties of our common kindred to disavow these usurpations, which would inevitably interrupt our connections and correspondence. They, too, have been deaf to the voice of justice and consanguinity. Uh, We must, therefore, acquiesce to the necessity which denounces our separation and hold them, as we hold the rest of mankind, enemies in war and in peace, friends. We, therefore, the representatives of the United States of America in general Congress, assembled appealing to the supreme judge of the world 
for the rectitude of our intentions do in the name and by the authority of the good people of these colonies solemnly publish and declare that these united colonies are and of right ought be free and independent states, and they are absolved from all allegiance to the British crown, and that all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought be totally dissolved, and that as free and independent states, they have full power to levy war, conclude peace, contract alliances, establish commerce, and do all other acts and things which independent states may of right do. And for the support of this declaration and a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. Boy, that is an amazing document. I get goosebumps just thinking about it. What are the things that you thought about? What are the what are the things that come up that you haven't thought of, uh, that you had never read? Uh, anything in there that you found surprising? Well, this is the Maximize Business Value Podcast where we normally give practical advice to business owners on how to build long-term sustainable value in your business. Be sure to tune in each week and follow us wherever you found this podcast and be sure to comment and tell us anything that you thought was surprising in the Declaration of Pen Independence. And if you're brave enough, tell us how many words you want to go look up. I can tell you, Confession time, uh, in the in the words of uh, our famous first president George Washington, I cannot tell a lie. I looked up three words. <laughs> Happy Independence Day! Until next time, I'm Tom Bronson, reminding you to reflect on your freedoms while you maximize business value. Maximize Business Value podcast with Tom Bronson. This podcast is brought to you by Mastery Partners, where our mission is to equip business owners to maximize business value so they can transition on their terms. Learn more on how to build long-term sustainable business value and get free value-building tools by visiting our website, www.masterypartners.com. That's master with a Y, masterypartners.com. Check it out. perfect. I wouldn't make any changes on that.